Hey, this is Chris, and welcome back to Popcorn Finance and another episode of Unpopped Kernels. This is where we dive back into that bag of popcorn and we pull out those kernels that didn't quite pop the last time we threw it into that microwave last episode. Earlier in the week, I spoke with Justine Nelson. She goes by at Debt Free Millennials on Instagram, and we were talking about her intentional spending challenge. And this is this whole 30 day challenge she set for herself where she's going to spend money, but spend it with intentionality, with being very mindful of where her money's going and kind of tracking her feelings and thoughts as she's, you know, as she's spending this money out of her bank account. The conversation was great, but there's parts I had to cut because, you know, we got we to keep this in the popcorn finance time limit here. So I had to cut some stuff from that episode. But Justine brought up one of my favorite topics while we were talking. That's food. <laughs> if you don't know, I love food. Food is delicious. I like eating it from all types of different places, from different countries. Food is amazing. I'm sure many of you out there agree with me. But in this context, Justine was talking about how her food spending, specifically like eating out, was impacted by this challenge. What did you notice that you didn't expect to notice as you're two weeks into this challenge? Okay, let's go with food because this was, uh, this one hurt me bad, Chris. It hurt me bad. (laughs) I'm an avid sushi lover. I'm sure there's other listeners who are out there and like, yes, I need some sushi in my life. I found (laughs) that this spot that is just down the street from my place I ended up spending about 40 bucks on two rolls and a little small appetizer of egg rolls. And I didn't feel good about that purchase. And I was thinking to myself, I really love sushi, but I felt like $40 for two rolls and a small app was just kind of expensive. So it really did kind of make me think like, oh, I love sushi, but I don't love spending that kind of money on it. So, okay. Well, I saw you post about this and I immediately was like, okay, I can relate to this because there's a lot of sushi places around where I live and I'm always excited to get sushi until I get the bill. And I'm like, wow, that, that did not expect to be hit, hit with that much money. So w- what was it that made you feel differently about it? Cause I'm assuming this isn't your first time going to the sushi place before, right? Or, or was it? No, this is a regular spot. And we regularly rotate to this sushi spot when we go and do takeout or we go out to eat on a Friday night. That's kind of my husband and I like to do Friday nights. I'm not cooking. Let's order out. And this is a spot that regularly pops up in our takeout rotation. And so I think what hit me differently about this this time was actually looking at the bill Because a lot of times when you're ordering takeout, you're just like, oh, yeah, 40 bucks, sign and done. And Mm -hmm. I'm not looking at the receipt. I'm throwing it away. This time I looked at the receipt. Then I looked at what we got. I was thinking, hmm, I don't know if I feel good about this. This doesn't (laughs) seem like a lot. So I tried to hack that system. And what was surprising about that is I ended up going out for sushi again. (laughs) (laughs) Only this time, I ended up going to sushi for lunch. That felt so good because I was able to capitalize on lunch specials, which were more affordable and a cheaper option. But I still got that sushi fix and indulgence that I was looking for. After listening back to our conversation there, it's made me think about a few things. But the main thing that, that came to mind was, I don't think that we... We give ourselves a lot of flexibility in how we think about money. I think we have this all or nothing mentality, and I'm including myself in this. There's, there's no middle ground. Either we're 
we're doing nothing or we're doing everything. And we don't allow room for us to kind of tweak things to how we like to do things, how our lives work. I fell into this when I had debt back in the day. Uh, if you didn't know, I had like $27,000 worth of credit card debt. And it came from a variety of things. It came from a wedding that we couldn't afford that we put on a credit card. It came from some medical bills, school expenses, uh, furniture for our first place because we didn't have anything really. And it all kind of just piled up on us. And it, it was probably the most stressful time of my life I could think of because at the time we were probably only bringing home maybe 40000 45000 like actual money coming into our bank account over the year. And it's like, look, we got more than half of our income sitting here in, in credit card debt. That stress kind of piled up on me. And I was like, you know what? We got to fix this. We got to do something. We can't keep living this way. So I said, you know what? I'm going to this budget. I'm cutting everything up. I'm slashing it up. And I I made a budget that was extremely tight. It cut all the fun out of everything we were doing. We eventually started to make some progress and we started to pay down our debt and saw movement on those credit card statements when they showed up. But I was burnt out. Like I was tired. I was so tired of not doing anything. And it made it really hard to keep going like month after month living in such a tight fashion like this. The thing I when I think about this is that I wish I did differently was I wish I had a little more flexibility, a little more room, wiggle room for for us to to kind of enjoy something. Because, I mean, I could have put like a couple of nights out into the budget. That wouldn't have been crazy because here's the thing. We would just break and spend money and just stress about the fact that now the budget's all messed up. And oh, oh, we made this big credit card payment. Uh, we got to buy groceries next week, but we actually, well, we not accidentally, we purposely went out and now it's all, it's all blown up in our faces. And it's like, you know, you knew you were going to do that. You could have just planned for it, but it felt like I can't do that. I have to be all in. I can't give myself any room, any flexibility. That's, it's a hard way to live. It's a really hard way to live. What I want to leave you with at the end of this unpopped kernel session is this is a long journey. We will have to be managing our money for a very long time. This isn't like, oh, you know, you do really good for a couple of years and you don't have to do anything else. No, it's gonna, it's an ongoing thing. We're always going to have to budget in some form. That's just part of life. You know, maybe some parts of your life, you're a little more strict, more stringent, more detailed in your budgeting. And then other times you're a little more free flowing, kind of just checking in here and there, but you always are gonna have to do something. You gotta be mindful of all this stuff. You can't just let things just, you know, (laughs) go haywire unless you're just so rich that it does not matter. You're probably not listening to this if you're, if you're so rich that it doesn't matter how much money you spend. But I want you to, to keep this in mind. We're going to have to keep doing this for years and years and years. Just be kind to yourself in the process. Leave yourself some room for the things you enjoy. It doesn't have to be luxury. It doesn't have to be a lot of money, but we can find joy in even the smallest expenses. So don't be so tough on yourself that you can't even allow yourself to enjoy something. So some of you, that may not be a problem at all. But if some of you are like me back in the day, I needed to hear something like this because I couldn't allow myself to to enjoy some things. Thanks for joining me here for another Unpopped Kernel session. Some of you might be listening to this in podcast form. Some of you might be watching this on YouTube. Uh, If you didn't know, I've been putting together special video versions of these Unpopped Kernel sessions and posting them to YouTube. So if you are a YouTube watcher, you can go into the descriptions and find a link to the podcast and come join me over there. Or if you're listening to the podcast, go check out the show notes and there's a link for the YouTube channel there. Again, just go to youtube.com slash popcorn or on YouTube. If you're looking for the podcast, popcornfinance.com slash listen. As always, I appreciate you joining me here for another bag of popcorn. Hope you have a great rest of your week and I'll talk to you all soon. Yeah, boy, keep it poppin' like Mary Poppins.